Biggity bitch. Play me some Pippin, man. Sound like somebody knocking at the door. Like, who is it? <laughs> Hello. Nah, so I feel like this. Up. It beat was so hard. It's like a, I don't know. It felt like it was like a, a drill beat, but like a southernized drill beat. Yeah, it was like it just sounded like. <laughs> that's what that's I much, and That's pretty much what it sounded like. <laughs> what's up, y'all? Welcome back. What's good? What's popping? What's tea? Welcome back to another dope ass podcast. I'm your boy, Brenton Tarantino. And hi guys, it's me, Kate Vetta, again in this motherfucker. Hell What's yeah. Poppin'? Hope y'all been well. Before we get into this shit, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Our Instagram is Ada Podcast. Ada Podcast. That's A D A P O D C A S T. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A D A P O D C A S T. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good shit. But yeah, what's been goody with you? You know what I mean? Honestly, this week, I ain't been doing too much. Um, really? Work. Hell nah. I've really we been had... focused on doing shit, so okay. just personal That's... stuff I've been handling. That's, That's good. mainly my focus. So yeah. I've been focused on other stuff this week. But other than that, just work. I mean, I did have K-Talk. Be forgetting about K-Talk on Wednesdays. But I've put that in the work thing. So that's why I'm like, mm, the usual work. Mm. <laughs> but what you we get had, to? Uh, Well, you know, we had what's called? What do you do for uh, Halloween? Yeah, Halloween too this weekend. Oh, I did. I forgot about that shit. See? Boom. Forget. Uh oh! I did go to my sister. She had a party. I forgot. Yeah, I, I, I know you did some. I did, but <laughs> I don't be remembering what the fuck I be doing because I just I literally live day to day. I don't really just like make plans for real. For real, I'm not really a planner. I really just wake up and live. So sometimes I be forgetting shit. But I did. I forgot about that. And to be honest, even on slap for slap, I had forgot about it. Until I think she said something. Or somebody said something about Halloween. Who knows how it got brought up. But either way, when there's a rich bitch to that. (laughs) And I was supposed to go as a flapper girl. But then, I don't know. I just really could not make the... I did have like the flapper girl-ish type of dress. But Mm -hmm. then I really couldn't make it fit anything in my closet. Like... I was going to put the stockings on with it, which I knew that would have went. But then I didn't have the headgear. And so the oh, wig yeah. that the I did gear. try on, exactly. The wig that I tried on, it was like, it was cool, but it was too long. And it was yeah. a long bob. And I was like, oh, hell nah. <laughs> so I went in Tay room and I was like, let's go as rich bitches. <laughs> let's just be rich bitches today. Fuck let's it. Because why not? Because <laughs> that's our future. Why not? <laughs> Period. Manifest it. Okay, that's all I know. Why not? Let's show them who we really are. <laughs> right. But how was yours? It was good. I had a uh, uh, entertaining week. I'll say that. My mom came into town and she needed a a, a new car, 
or she wanted a new car rather, slash needed. So I went with her to uh, go car shopping. When I tell you this was a full day damn event, and we was only at one dealership. I can see it. we went to like dealership to dealership. We went to a couple of, a couple of them. Child, we got to the dealership around like eleven o'clock. We didn't leave that bitch at least until like five five thirty. Did she get some? Yeah, she finally got it. But my mama, she be trying to. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with trying to make a deal because that's cool. But it's like she went in and talking about I ain't trying to spend no more than fifty thousand. And then the car was like thirty something or whatever, and she was still trying to get it lower. I'm like, damn, come on, girl, you already said. But again. You trying to work your magic, work your magic, but it was like, all right, Miss Yancey, we did knock off a substantial amount of money off of this car. Like, she still you know what I mean? Hell no, nah. but that's how my mama is. She played a game. She was like, all right, well, we finna go somewhere else. So she'll get up and they'll call the big guns in and try to, oh, well, hold on, what can we do to give you, you know, they trying to, of course, sell the car. What can we do to right. get you to stay with us or whatever, get the car? And I'm just sitting like, mama, look, I ain't ate nothing all day. We ain't ate shit, and I'm I'm getting hangry. I'm like, clearly they're not trying to they not trying to yeah I'm like they're not trying to move no farther down on on the price or whatever. You not trying to accept it or whatever. So let's just leave. We got other dealerships on this fucking road. Let's just go. I was tired of it at that point, but she ended up getting a child. So shout out to her. What was it? They got a Lincoln M M K C. It's like one of like one. It's it's like one of. It's like one of the little, uh, like an SUV, Lincoln SUV kind of. And I'm thinking of the one Matthew McConaughey was in, but I think he was in like a Lincoln Town car. I don't know. Okay. Either way, but I know so a that Lincoln. Was, <laughs> so that was cool. So we had that car at our crib until like Saturday when they came to pick it up. Because, you know, she drove up here. How would, how would I get back to Atlanta if I drove the car down there? So that her and my dad just came up here on Saturday and got them. So, mm-hmm. Saturday, of course, was uh, Halloween. Um, I ended up being Lil' Murder from uh, P-Valley. Um, well, how did you come up with that? For just watching the show, I liked the character. I was like, oh, shit. I got a fur, nigga. I can easily throw some blue shit in my hair. Boom, I'm just going to be Lil' Murder. And then, I mean, of course, like I said, I was watching the show. And then we started watching Lovecraft Country. So, then she wanted to be Letty Lewis. From Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. And at the same time, I kind of wanted to be Tick, who is like her uh, partner, I guess you would say, in that show. But at the same time, I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I already, I already stuck to my guns of little murder. I already got this blue hairspray. I already got, like, you know, I already have, of course, I got, not, I got hella of what I call vegan furs. I got hella of them. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Let me just go ahead and throw that bitch on, put some shit in no, my you hair. Didn't say vegan fur. Cause it ain't real fur, and I don't yeah, like I saying know, but I don't like. Vegan. <laughs> yeah, I don't like saying faux fur, so I vegan fur. Goddamn it! I like saying faux fur. <laughs> that shit yeah, sounds rich by itself. I like. I don't know. I decided saying vegan fur. This fur is vegan. Um, but yeah, so that shit was cool. And child, like I didn't know this thing. Like I didn't know like when you like, cause realistically, you don't. Being in an apartment for a good bit of my life after leaving my parents' house, you don't understand or realize how much uh, Halloween candy is for these fucking badass kids. Like, you don't, you know, you just see the big bags, but you don't also think, like, these bitches like $14, $15 per bag. And we but got, like... people get them little candies nobody know the name of. What you mean? Oh, them, uh, them little nasty-looking ones with the, like, mm-hmm. all orange wrappers and the brown yeah. wrapper and shit. Them wax papers. That's yeah. why you get them, cause them bitches is cheap, and you know people still gonna get it. So we ended up. Uh, I ended up getting a few of those bags, 
We set them out or whatever. Like we ended up pre-bagging uh, the candy <coughs> for COVID reasons. We didn't want everybody just digging their hands in the bowl or some shit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we ended up just separating them in little baggies and shit. Left it out on the porch for them to come and pick up as they want to. But of course, we got a letter saying, "Please take one." God damn it! You know what I mean? But um, shit, we only had like one group of five kids that came, and that was it. Literally, I was all that came to our doorstep. So, we had hella fucking candy left over, obviously, for us. I think my mom and my dad grabbed two when they came to get the car. But other than that, it was just like, you know, I guess, fuck, you know, people really didn't feel comfortable with their kids being out. And I don't blame them. But, you know, at the same time, there were a lot of houses that had their porch lights on, which, of course, signifies that you are participating in Halloween. So, I don't know. I guess a lot of people going to have candy for a while. I told Tay, I said, I feel like we ain't getting no Halloween candy this year. Because I really didn't. I got one thing at my sister's house, and it wasn't even a lot of candy in her little bags. Yeah. It probably was like six pieces all together. I look well, child, We got a That's good fun. bit over here. Oh, we still got a good Do you, you remember that bucket we had that was over here? You was you was digging in here and there. Mm-hmm. Same same bucket we had. And, yeah, we was like, oh, yeah. we just threw them. We just threw them hoes in a um threw them hoes outside. We're like, listen, y'all just pick it up. But yeah, that was cool. And it was literally just a flex. Like people like somebody called me like, oh Brent, like one of my frat brothers, nigga, you always got parties, you ain't tell me like what like what's going on over there. But I said, nigga, there's no party. We are in our sweatpants right now. We the, the pictures we took were just for a flex. It was literally just for Halloween. We posted our pictures and we got literally down to our <laughs> our comfort clothes and we was chilling. So, That's how it be sometimes. Hell yeah. We just took, got dressed, took our picture, and got in our regular clothes again. Um, <laughs> for real. We had... uh yeah, we had, wrong with that, trust me. Right. And of course, fucking... Oh, I didn't tell you about that shit neither. So, of course, the fucking uh, Zeta storm was here and shit. And mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the days, like... All I know is I woke up to Symphony saying... I think I heard Ari barking and I hit a door. It's like somebody knocking at the door. Mind you, it's like four in the fucking morning. So I'm thinking like she dreaming. I'm thinking like, nah, this shit ain't real. Like, you know, it's pretty time she woke up there out of her sleep and says and shit like that. I'm like, go back to bed. You just dreaming. So she was like, she was like, nah. Like, so I went, I was closing my eyes and I heard it. I was like, oh shit. And mind you, it's four in the morning. All you hear is like the wind blowing hard as fuck. It's raining, pouring down, fucking raining. Out of nowhere, I see a flashlight from the backyard in my window in our bedroom. I'm like, who the fuck is in our backyard with a fucking flashlight? So then I'm, I got the strap. Now I'm going downstairs. Boom, boom, cut the alarm off. Or the alarm, I guess, had already went off. I looked at my phone. The ring people had already called us. I had missed them calls. Um, it's, right, we was in a. I guess when I sleep, I'm in a deep sleep. I end up looking over and I saw the wind blow so hard it blew our garage door open, which alarm, you know, which of course set off the alarm. We was in a dead sleep. We didn't hear that shit. That was police that was in the backyard and knocking at the door. By the time I got to the front door, them niggas was in their car pulling off. Oh, because they saw everything was fine. Yeah, I guess they, you know, by going through the back and seeing everything look secure, they just end up dipping. I'm pretty sure they heard Ari barking and shit, cause you know he'd be getting bucked sometime when people at the front door. But uh, yeah, but if the killer would have been in the house and shit, uh, y'all would have been done for. Yeah, we'd have been done. We'd have been. We'd have been ov. Y'all didn't even think to check on the inside, but I just right. We'd have been ov. So and that's another thing too that she mentioned. She was like, that really could have been a Breonna Taylor moment. Cause here I am, like not realizing. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck could be going on? They could have broke through the fucking door. You know what I'm saying? And I may not have heard police, or they may not have said police, or whatever the fuck. But here I am thinking somebody intruded. I've got to blow out some shots, and boom. So, listen. That was just it was thing good. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it was eventful. Um and then I was I forget what day what it was, but then Sunday we ended up linking up with my in laws and we went to um two urban licks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to two urban licks and then we ended up going to Jenny's to get some ice cream. Um Jenny's. Jenny's ice cream is slapping dog. It's, it's the best slap. ice cream ever. It's, it's even better than Blue Bear. And she was, like, telling her mom the whole time. She was, like, that's the only one brand I get that I like better than more than Talenti, and that's Jenny's. And then she had never heard of it before. The mom had never heard of it. So she was, like, well, that, and she was like, well shit, well, we in the area. Let's go. I'll get you some ice cream. So we got some ice cream over that shit. Boy, they was praise dancing off of that shit. Like, shit, it was good. if I would have knew you was over here, you could have brought me my leather jacket. It's over here. Oh, shit, child. I don't even know where that jacket is. It might be in the closet. I ain't seen that shit in many a moons. I forgot all about that jacket, honestly. Well, I only remember it because it's cold. It's season. getting cold. Right. Right. No, I feel Other than that, shit, I didn't need it. Right. But, yeah, child. And, of course, on Sunday, we got into our first topic, which is, of course, our slap for slap. Slap for slap. You dig. You know what I mean? So, we ended up doing... um. Who we had? We had fucking Ja Rule versus... I'm sorry, no. We had Bone Thugs and Harmony versus 3-6 Mafia. And we had Ja Rule versus Busta Rhymes. Uh, Busta I had Busta Rhymes. Kim had Ja Rule. I had 3-6 Mafia. Kim had Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, and we both kind of said the same thing when it came to Bone Thugs and 3-6. And it was it could have really went either way. Now, I know Kim had Juicy J when we had Juicy J versus 2 Chains, But... It still could have went either way for me. I could have had, as much as I love 3-6 Mafia and Memphis, I love Bone Thugs just about as much. So, yeah, it, it could have went either way for me, but I think she ended up selecting Bone Thugs, and I just took 3-6. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I love, I feel I love 3-6, honestly, a little more, but that's yeah. just because in Alabama, we bump them more. Yeah. But at the same time, I really like Bone. So, but I yeah. only know their singles. I actually know three sick. <laughs> like I know some of their album cuts. Right. Cause just listening to shit when you go to families' houses and stuff like yeah. that. Like that's how I fell in love with three six. I might have used some, I might have used I might have used some of Busy Bone songs too. Just off the strength I don't that know Busy Bone songs. Cause we not finna um we not finna do no uh like a busy bone battle like you know what I'm saying so I would have used any song that busy bone would have did or crazy bone yeah. I would have just utilized them too in the battle because they had their own songs like well definitely crazy and busy <laughs> but uh but yeah overall we had how many songs for this one we had eight songs. Um, for the Three Six Mafia versus Bone Thugs, and we had ten each for Jaru versus Busta Rhymes. So I lost the toss, or the toss, Lord, the rock paper scissors. So I went first with Three Six Mafia versus Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, and overall, I mean, it ended up tying. Um, I the songs I won with, I won Riders Spinners versus Notorious Thugs. I won Stay Fly versus. Look into my eyes, which I had never heard of before. 
Oh, gosh. Um, I knew that one. Um, I won Papa My Collar versus For the Love of Money. And I won Who Run It versus Home. Kim Kim won uh, First of the Month versus Ted Club Up. She also won Thuggish Ruggish Bone versus Sippin' on Scissor, which I'm highly surprised about. Even though Thuggish Ruggish Bone is fire, Sippin' on some Scissor is like, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, that started really a just lot. It depends on the crowd, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, she and won with that. Um, she won. Wait, that was that. What else? One, two. Oh, you won Thug Love versus Roll with it. And you run the crossroads against Slob on my knob. And I didn't even know the glove like that. Which, to be honest with you, Ugh, I didn't fire. even think of the um, the other songs, Crazy and... Uh, busy. What's his name? No, Busy is the fine one. Crazy and... Uh, Wishbone, Lazy Bone. Yeah, Crazy and Lazy. Crazy and Lazy, I know they had and Wish. I think they them three had done some songs together. And I yeah. had forgot them too, but I wasn't I don't know, I had just forgot about them and they little solo projects, but they only had like a couple. But yeah. then I knew I was thought it was so funny when one person voted for home. <laughs> I was just like, That's so funny. I actually do remember that song, but it damn sure wouldn't have been nothing to vote for. But if it wasn't I was if- surprised. I about to say, if it wasn't Who Run It, Sammy probably would have voted for it too, but she loved Who Run It because she actually told me to put Who Run It on there. I sent her the list because we big 3-6 Mafia fans. So I'm like, what am I missing? I'm missing one song. And she said, Who Run It? I said, yep. So I had a bitch out there. Well, it's actually a couple so Like, there's so many 3-6 um, Mafia songs. I'm surprised you didn't play. It's a lot. But- like, But I, it, it, there's a lot that I feel like people wouldn't have really known like that. Like, I like uh, Squeeze It. I like... Um, uh, uh, tongue ring, baby mama, um, two way freak. Uh, it's just a lot, but I, I don't know. I just felt like people wouldn't have really known them like that. I like I try to take their but more I mean, of their like major hits. Artists, and it just right. really depends on our crowd. But yeah. I do know, like even with Bone Thugs, look into my eyes. That was on one of their movies, like, and then mm-hmm. I didn't even play the one that's um synonymous with the scene from set it off when uh stoney was talking to what's blair underwood character name look i don't know his but blair underwood was calling her stoney when stoney was sitting up talking to blair underwood and they was getting ready to make love and that music start playing that was the um bone thug song oh, okay of our lives <laughs> okay yeah and I started to play that one, but I was like, all I remember is the. I just remember the, the, and I think they actually played the original, but the Bone Thugs little, it was they were on the soundtrack. I'll just put it on like that. But either way, okay. that beginning of the song is like known for that scene, and I didn't play that because I was like, don't nobody know that fucking song. Nope. <laughs> like. And I didn't he play um, movie. I didn't play hard out here for a pimp. Of course, is what they won their uh, yeah, which Oscar I'm for. very surprised by. Well, <laughs> I, surprised. I again, I kind of want to just stick it to stick to those 
you know, those bass songs. But yeah, I what mean, what you hey, talking about? That was three six. It was a three six song, but I'm saying that was just off of that was mainly off. Of, man, nah, I just want to do their regular Degla songs, not nothing that's for the movie. Even though they won off of that, but still, like, nah, that was for the soundtrack. Um. So yeah, they tied, and that's the I, I would prefer them tied anyway. To be honest with you, I like that how it came out perfect because I like both of them. So. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There are some songs, though. It could have went either way. It really could have. Because they both yeah. got, like, bangers that you basically, like, say all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the ones that just stay in your head. They catch it. God, they got catchy songs. Right. It's the thing And like we said, like, 3-6 really could have had more songs, but not against Bone Thugs, because Bone Thugs, like, you know, Bunker, I feel like three six got more. They ten, but yeah, because they did eight. They could have did two more. Yeah, if you would have added um some of their singles that they did their single projects. If they did mm-hmm. did that, then but other than that, because I could have added crazy from Lil John, whatever yeah. that song is. It move, bitch. No, it's not. Well, is it move, bitch? It's I don't right. know. One of them songs. Move, bitch is, so, is 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 ludicrous. No, yeah, move, bitch, not move, bitch. What is it? No. The bitch song. Look, <laughs> <laughs> bitch is in it. <laughs> I can't. This mystical, crazy bone and look, John. What's the name of that one? I don't know. I can't think right now. B-I-B-I, why you acting like a... Oh, B-I-B-I, yeah. yeah. No, B-I-B-I. I don't know. Girl, movie moving on. Uh, That's something <laughs> The next battle we ended up doing, Ja Rule versus Busta Bust. Um, this was... Like you said, when you first got on, she was like, she, she was like uh, we couldn't have done Miskel versus Busta Rhymes. And of course, I think that's because of their flow. They both got that, you know what I'm saying, fast flow... Uh, you know, I don't know. I was kind of just going off for the vibe, and they were both kind of, even though Busta is an older artist, I feel like they were kind of popping a little bit more around that same time frame. Um, they Who both had. They? Are you talking about Mystical or Ja, ja Rule? No, I'm sorry, Ja Rule and Busta Rhymes. That's why I said I was kind of going for them. And then, or why they kind of stuck in my head. Plus, like, I was listening to Busta album, and I'm like, who like who, who we go against? And I'm like, oh, Ja Rule. And I don't know, I always kind of just think about that time period. Like, just See, the... Ja Rule is more the one, to me, he would have went against Fat Joe. Fat Joe doesn't have, like, enough singles on his own, but mm-hmm. he has features. So, Ja Rule and Fat Joe could have did that, but I don't know if Fat Joe would have pulled 10. He, yeah. he would have pulled at least, like, 8, but I don't know if he would have pulled 10. And my thing, though, people was fucking with it, though. Like, we asked after the whole battle, like, was people fucking with, the like, the matchup? And was people fucking with it? Everybody was fucking with it. They fucked with the vibe. They was fucking with the, you know, with the with the music we was playing or whatever. So, it seemed like the fans and, and the viewers was, was fucking with it and they liked it, so. It was enjoyable. So, But what they were saying is that the songs don't match. But as far as, like, the vibe, yeah, the vibe was good, for yeah. sure. But the songs don't, because... Like I said, even when you play something, I was like, yeah, see, Mysticals, what's the name would have went against this? Because well, I know song. for a fact I would have had Mystical. <laughs> I love Mystical. It's my mm. first sex dream. So mm. I know I would have had Mystical. But either way, it still was a good vibe, good night. 
And this battle went it went well. I mean, I honestly thought Ja would have had a little more, but I mean, it kinda was more females in the crowd. I think I can't really remember. It probably was half and half, but I can't. Especially for the female perspective, Ja Rule was running it back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> With um, the ballots. <laughs> so, how did only one song tied? That was the first round, which was Living It Up versus What It Is. Um, and then I won with. I'm sorry, so the total Buster Rounds won five to three. Uh, I won with Give Me Some More versus Down Ass Bitch. I won Break Your Neck versus Between Me and You. I won... Oh, another song tied too. Always on Time and What's It Gonna Be. Those two tied as well. Um, I won with Touch It over New York. I won Put Your Hands On My Eyes Can See over I Cry. And I also won Pass the over Ain't It Funny. Uh, Kim won with Holla Holla versus Woo Ha. Um, she also won with Mesmerized versus Make It Clap. And she won Put It On Me versus Dangerous. So, again, it was 5-3 to three with Buster Bust winning it. Um, what you feel about that? Or what you feel about that? That Just the vibe of it, I guess. Well, like I said before, the vibe was fine. Um, Buster, I mean, come on. It's Buster Rhymes. I really didn't know who was going to win out of them two. To be honest with you, because like I said, I know for a fact like they songs just don't go head to head. Cause I don't know, but Ja was always talking about relationships and you know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. Bust was like that different vibe. But Buster Rhymes is them songs that you hear and you be like, damn, I forgot about this one. And it's just like he always had you hype. He yeah. always had you hype. Buster always had you lit. Because he was so animated. So it was just like, I don't know. I love Buster Rhymes, honestly. <laughs> and I used to think he was fine with his dreads. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I did see that Sierra and Russell Wilson video. And you Russell looked so silly. <laughs> I told you, he didn't seem like he knew what the hell he was talking about or doing. But he, they costumes was dope, though. I yeah, did they like were. their costumes. He did look hella. like a decent Buster Rhymes, too. And they I low key think he should get some dreads. Oh Lord! He did. I he my looked damn a little window. My damn loud mouth ass neighbor. That nigga loud as hell. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving right along to uh, the BT Hip Hop Awards. Now I actually missed it this year. Um, I only caught like a I few. Did too. They said it wasn't nothing special though. I, I thought it was pretty decent. I seen like you know the stuff that I did see. Uh, well, they were saying that it's some pretty much change. They was just like, if you course. missed it, it wasn't nothing to just really just be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed the hip hop awards. And yeah. I told them, I said, well, to me, BT, ever since they was being petty with Nikki, the shit really just changed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do feel like, of course, because it's COVID. You know what I mean? Like this is also a year that. Uh, it did definitely affect award shows. People really didn't know what to do. There's a lot of virtual shit going on. Um, you know, everybody's kind of recording from their own home or their own spaces. Um, so, you know, 
it's definitely different in that aspect. There's no live crowd. There's no, right. you know what I'm saying? You don't really get interaction. You pretty much is just kind of shooting a music video that's going to be played as a performance. So, because um, I, I think uh, I saw Quavo when he performed the Pop Smoke song or whatever. Um, and he was pretty much on a spaceship. Like, it looked like very spaceship. Like, like they were out. Like, he was out of space. Of course, to the moon or some shit like that. I forget, I forget what it, the album's called. But, uh, you know, it was pretty much out of space. So, it felt like a music video that I was watching. But he was just kind of performing it. Um, it wasn't anything live. It's all pre-recorded. So, it's just like, it's definitely a difference this year. And it's definitely, of course, because of COVID. But, you know, hopefully they can get back into things the next year, possibly. But the award show, I, I, I saw a couple of, like, performances, or, again, video performances. They were cool. They were decent. They, of course, there's, they're really known for freestyle, so they had the freestyle session still for that particular award show. Um, yeah, the only one that's really being talked about, though, is the female cipher between Erica Badu and her and... Tiana Taylor and Brandy. Brandy, yeah. Like, that's that was the one fire. that's like floating around. Right. I hadn't really seen the other ones, but I know so, back in the day, them ciphers used to bust, though. Hard as hell, yeah. Flo Millie had one. She spazzed. Uh, I know Deontay Hitchcock, he spazzed on his shit. Um, who else had one? I forget, but yeah, those are the main ones that I can remember off the top of my head that I kind of saw. Um, Performance wise, I think City Girls performed. Um, this is kind of just off the top. I'm just freestyling. Uh, Burner Boy. Uh, mm, that's all I can really remember right now. It was a, it was a few. It was definitely a few more people, but I can't think of them right now. But uh, clearly, like I said, we didn't watch it. I do want to go back and sit down and watch it, but um, but we're gonna give you all these winners right now of who won. Uh, you know their categories. So for best hip hop video. Um, the winner was uh, Future and Drake with Life is Good. That ran up against Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich. Tusi Slide by Drake, Bop by The Baby, uh, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, and The Box by Roddy Rich. So again, Life is Good won that. And I, that was a really good video when it came out. I really liked it. Um, best Live Performer. So the category is The Baby, Drake, Meg Thee Stallion, Roddy Rich, Big Sean, and Travis Scott. And Travis Scott won. And I can Travis, see that. I always want to say Travis, even though I know that's not him. I know. <laughs> um, hip-hop album of the year that went to Roddy Rich for Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. That went up against The Baby with Blame It on The Baby. The Baby Again with Kurt, Lil Baby, My Turn, Megan Thee Stallion, Sugar, and Future High Off Life. Um, who else? I don't really care about Video Director of the Year, whatever. Lyricist of the Year. That went to Rhapsody, my girl. Now, she did accept this award uh, literally in the same room as 85 South Show, which that's, you know, the podcast guys who does well, host yeah, I was gonna it. Well, y'all say they were the ones hosting it. Yeah. So that's DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean. I follow them, and their uh, yeah, their shit is hilarious. Funny as, shit. as hell. Hell yeah, them niggas is hilarious. They um, like them boys. So they were like Rhapsody. You know, you're not just here just to read. You know, just to you know what I'm saying announce some shit. Like they pretty much read off the the list of MCs, and she won, and they gave her their award right there on the spot. 
So, like I said, she went up against the baby, Drake, J. Cole, Meg Thee Stallion, and Big Sean. So, shout out to Rhapsody, who definitely doesn't get uh, the respect that she deserves in this game. But she's she doesn't. She's a, it's she's a top. Up. She's a top spitter for sure. I love Rhapsody. All um, you gotta do is keep putting it forth. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Put your best efforts forth. It's coming. Yeah, she be spazzing. Um, for hip hop artist of the year, that went to Megan Thee Stallion. She went she up against a lot of shit. Hell yeah, she went up against Drake, Future, Lil Baby, The Baby, and Roddy Rich. Now a lot of people felt like The Baby got. I'm sorry, Lil Baby got snubbed for this. Um. For this award, well, I mean, I, I feel like feel that way because uh-huh. Lil Baby well, is really that. like that nigga. You know what I'm saying? As far as not 2019 went, yeah. I mean, Meg did good. Don't get me wrong, but Lil Baby not winning it. What was the category again? It was uh, best shit, shit, uh, hip hop artist of the year. Yeah, I was like, it was hip hop artist of the year. I think. Yeah, I definitely feel. It should have went towards Lil Baby. Who knows? BT probably was just like, oh, let's just give it to Megan with everything that's going on. I feel like BT do that a lot with their results. Yeah. But at the I feel like good best shows do that. And I ain't taking nothing from Meg because I, I, of yeah, course, I y'all know I love Meg. But I do feel like artist of the year, I do feel like Lil Baby should have that. Because he Lil was Baby on been everybody shit. shit. Hell yeah, everybody he shit. On, Everybody shit. Yeah. Everybody award show. Everybody shows shit. Mm-hmm. Like Lil Baby really been putting in work. 2019, 2020, whatever. However they do the voting or the year. <laughs> it definitely went to Lil Baby. Like yeah. straight up. So, yeah. you know, glad Meg got it, but it definitely went to Lil Baby. Yeah. Um, I concur. Um, so for producer of the year, that went to Hit Boy. Um, he went up against DJ Khaled, Ninth Wonder, uh, Jetson Made, uh, Mike Will Made It, and Mustard. So shout out to Hit Boy. Uh, best collaboration that went to Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce with Savage Remix. That went up against Drake and Future with Life Is Good, Jack Harlow, Tory Lanez, The Baby, and Lil Wayne with What's Poppin' Remix. The Baby and Roddy Rich with Rockstar, Meg The Stallion uh, with Nicki Minaj, Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer, and Mustard featuring Roddy Rich with Ballin'. Now, I don't really consider that Mustard, Roddy Rich shit because it's like Mustard ain't saying nothing. Mustard literally just is the producer of the song. Well, yeah, that's the, the what how do I call him, the DJ. But yeah, you know, when the DJs like DJ Khaled and all of them, I don't really consider them like a duo. But, I mean, you know how. They just yeah. be making up shit these days. Right. Because <laughs> it's hustler of the year. I still don't get it. But, you know, they just be making up shit. So, if song of the year, this I feel like was well-deserved. This went to Roddy Rich with The Box, which is, of well, course, was deserved. every motherfucking win. Just off the eat, Just that shit alone had motherfuckers just geek off that shit. Yeah, um, shit gonna go in movies, everything. Yeah, like commercials. Yeah, everywhere. Um, it all that went up against the baby with Bop. That was also a big song. Um, the baby and Roddy Rich with Rockstar, uh, Drake with Tusi Slide, Meg the Stallion, and Beyonce with Savage Remix, and of course Life is Good with Drake and Future. So, shout out to Roddy. Life is good song is good, but I didn't really think it was just that good. 
I mean, you know, I liked it, but it ain't, oh, my gosh, I got to have it. Mm. It's not one of them to me, but that's just me. Um, so best new hip hop artist. This was also one that kind of took a little was a little controversial call. That went to Pop Smoke. Um, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Again, I think that was like just a a a, a PC move, just something real quick, just to you know we're gonna give it to Pop Smoke because he passed. And again, not taking nothing from Pop Smoke, but you know, just saying. Um, he went up against Jack Harlow, NLE Chopper, Mulatto, Flo Millie, and Rod Wave. Now, personally, personally, I love Pop Smoke, but I would have, I would have thought they was gonna give it to Mulatto, just off the strength of like she again, just she just been everywhere right now. Every almost every week when there's new music, she's a feature artist on somebody's song. Literally, almost every week that I've been checking music. Yeah, so, but that's just now happening now. Huh? Like, I, Mulatto, you, she wasn't nowhere really to be found in, like, 2019. So, if they're... We're talking Mulatto about best new that, hip-hop artist, though. Best new. Yeah, I know, but you got to think she about... She knew. You got to think about the year that they do it. Like, they judge it off of. If they're doing, like, results from somewhat of last year till now, then she's just now getting the hype. So, mm-hmm. she's towards the end of the year. Which next year she'll probably get it. You know what I'm saying? Because she mm-hmm. has been everywhere, like well, she the remainder be, of this year. But she's not gonna be in a category next year because they consider this year her being a new artist. So well, next year she won't be considered will. one. Um. So with the Sweet Sixteen Award for Best Featured Verse, that went to Mother Beyonce with a Savage Remix. Um. That went up against uh. Uh, uh, Best on Earth, which is Russ featuring BIA or Bia. No, I think it's BIA. Uh, Cardi B, Riding on the Wall, which is, of course, French Montana song. Um, Future on Rose's remix. That's, of course, St. John's song. Uh, Travis Scott on the Hot remix to Young Thug. And Roddy Rich on the Rockstar song, which is the baby song. So shout out to Mother B. She's a rapper now. Um Impact track that of course went to Lil Baby with the bigger picture that went up against J Cole Snow on the Bluff the Baby featuring Roddy Rich Rockstar remix Anderson Pop Lockdown Rhapsody featuring BJ I'm sorry PJ Morton Afini and Wale featuring Kelly Price Sumi so shout out to Lil Baby who else we got DJ of the Year who did I went to of course D Nice. Held it down for niggas during the fucking quarantine and shit. He went up against Chase B, DJ Drama, DJ Envy, DJ Khaled, and DJ Mustard. Um, best hip hop platform. What the Joe Budden podcast? That went up. Okay, that one against uh, Hot New Hip Hop, Double XL, Breakfast Club, Shade Room, Hip Hop DX, and Complex. That's wild. I feel like what's the name? Drink Champ should have been on there. Yeah. Or you should um, be a Fat Joe thing, but once again, ain't no telling how they judging this shit. Because if Hot Girl Summer's still on there, who knows? Yeah. Uh, Hustler of the Year, that went to Meg The Stallion. She went up against DJ Khaled, Jay Z, Cardi B, Rick Ross, and Travis Scott. Best duo or group, that went. <laughs> 
That went to Chris. People were really talking about that went to Chris Brown and Thug. Now, of course, I love both for how the fuck, who the fuck, when the fuck, how the fuck, why the fuck. Um, this is just what let you know BT just be doing shit like they're not even a group. They're not even a group. They did a. That's all. (laughs) Um, Okay. They went up against the City Girls, Earth Gang, Jack Boys, Migos, and Run the Jewels. Now, me personally. But it does say best duo. So maybe they're just like, hey, they're a duo. Let's, let's really, they're going to get it. Now, me personally, <laughs> I'm going for City Girls. Because um, Migos is real tall. They ain't really been putting out that much this year. You know I, I mean? say like, I need it. And what and what they did put out like that like I said that that and maybe another song was like the best two songs like Taco Tuesday everything else been kind of like lukewarm so I would give it to the City Girls um because of course like I said J T I you know what I mean they did the album that that album they did was pretty much flawless um yeah I do like Jobs and what was the other one with Doja Cat he's talented they do cartwheels. And Earth Gang, I fuck with Earth Gang too, but I, they just don't stand a chance on this, on this, on this. Yeah, but Pussy Talk is it called Pussy Talk I or just Pussy Talk? English, Spanish, and French. <laughs> yeah, that's how it go. City Girls, they be wild, and I like them bitches. <laughs> so yeah, that was um, that was all that I had that I had saw off of um, you know, the Hip Hop Awards and shit. But like I said, I do want to go back. I recorded it on my YouTube TV, so I do want to go back and watch it and just see what it was about, you know. Because, again, I love uh, 85 South Show, and I was happy that they got a chance to host that shit. So I do want to see what well, jokes they was cracking off and shit. That guy, um, I can't think of his name, but from the, I want to say from Toby. But the guy that did Try Jesus, Not Me, he was oh, on yeah, there. He told, did yeah. perform. Yeah. And I liked his set. And then he did like one of his original numbers. They only did the Try Jesus for like a few seconds. And then I saw like, I don't know, I just like his whole his whole vibe, his whole look. I really mm-hmm. like that man. Yeah, I thought we were too. That man. Um, so yeah, y'all. And then next, moving right along to news you didn't have to hear, cause cause you really ain't have to hear this shit. Not at all. Um. So apparently, Funk Flex, aka Flex Hogan, he is in some way going at Ti. So mm-hmm. he posted. T.I., like he, he posted like him, a screenshot of him, a screen recording of him typing in T.I. Crime Stoppers. Finds the link, of course, and then plays the video of T.I. supposedly, you know, on Crime Stoppers. So he posted that, and he also said, I have the utmost respect for Troubleman31, which is, of course, T.I.'s Instagram name. And he added him. Uh, he said his record-making ability is stellar. He's a positive brother who does everything for his community. He also helps others any chance he gets. But please, and he put this in all caps, from the from the now on, from the rest on, what I'm saying is all caps. But please don't try to paint a narrative in social media to the younger generation that ain't true. 
Peep all your slick social media talk as you try to rock people to sleep behind the scenes. You have an opinion, and I gave my opinion of you. You doing, and he added Crime Stoppers Atlanta, and testifying in court slash trial. What would you call the next man? What? What would you call the next man that did that? Oh, okay. Then he said, comments off. Hashtag just my opinion. So he's pretty much calling uh, Clifford Harris a rat. Saying that he yeah, been... Like, That's what I hear. Saying that he been snitching in them streets on the Crime Stoppers. And, you know, that ain't, he ain't the first rapper that, that's been called out for being on uh, Crime Stoppers. Hell, gonna been on Crime Stoppers before. Um, How did they even sign up for Crime Stoppers is what I'm wondering. I don't know if they necessarily sign up for it, but... <laughs> like, who the fuck scouts y'all out to <laughs> put y'all... Like, you know, well, I think when T.I. did it, I think it was before he was famous. Yeah. and Well, he had a little fame. But, you know, with Gunner, Gunner definitely didn't have no fame. But I think he was trying to get his cousin off because his cousin actually didn't do the shit. Which mm. is real shit. Like, if you know your cousin really ain't do the shit, then... You know, it's going to be hard for you to actually see your cousin go in for some shit. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Niggas would consider that snitching. Telling. Oh, I guess. But right I, t- all you did was said, if you know any see, information me? about the crime, call 1-800. I assume that's all they did. See I don't me? know if Crime Stop is really put you in an interrogation chair. or not. I'm, t- I'm telling. Okay? I am telling. I'm pointing right at your ass. I ain't, I don't live by the street code. I ain't no street nigga. So I don't... I'm telling. Who... Why Why the fuck would I want to see my loved one get some time for some shit they that motherfucking do? Or why would I want to be in a situation that I'm going to get locked up for X amount of... Hell, one day for some shit I didn't do. No, I am telling. Tattle telling. You think you can make it in jail? No! <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to find out. <laughs> I didn't see sixty days in. I don't want. Listen, I don't watch too many jail shows growing up in my lifetime to know that I don't want to ever be on one. And I don't want to be on the show. I don't want to be in jail. And I don't want to be in prison. I ain't. I don't want to do none of that. Now I go to. I go to a jail for a day. You know what I mean? Like like a jail. Like if I don't cut up or whatever, I had to, you know, poke somebody, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying, I'll do, I'll do that till I get out, you know what I mean, cool, boom, boom, but prison, no ma'am, no ma'am, no ma'am, no ma'am, I can't, mm -mm. I done seen too many prison movies, too many, and I ain't ain't talking about like just like that, like on like that type of tip, I'm talking about on some shit like, like I don't want to be confined to like just you know what I'm saying? Like a box. Like, like I nah. I'm too, I'll get too claustrophobic. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and then you're going to close the bars on me so I really don't have no that much room to walk? Nah. I'm too, I get, I, off the strength of me being too claustrophobic, I wouldn't want to be in that bitch. Fuck the niggas. And you know what I'm saying? All that shit. I, hell no. Nope. I lose my mind in that shit. Um, I literally lose my mind. Um, so, uh, what else did uh, Funk Flex say? He ended up also tweeting. He said, ha, 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 ha. Rappers that cooperate slash testify for the police talk the loudest in social media. 
Why do informants always want to have a voice after they cooperate? At, and he said, uh, at a rapper you think is an informant. So, you know. I wonder what him and T.I. got going on that he just really got to make this known. Well, you know, he always got some shit with some rappers. I know, like, I mean, he, he, the thing about him, he holds a grudge for a long time. I'll never forget yeah, when, know. especially when Drake came on there and did his, his and, and wrapped his freestyle off his Blackberry. He never let Drake live that down. Like, he, he let it slide that day. Because Drake was there, but once Drake left, he never had Drake respect. Uh, Drake respect. Uh, I'm sorry, respect for Drake again, and that was pretty much it. And he never let that shit ride down. I mean, but let's say that it's not a freestyle. You read it. <laughs> I mean, you probably freestyled it while he was writing it down, but <laughs> still not freestyle. So I mean, I don't blame him on that one. But I do know Funk Flex be going in on these niggas, and if he like you, he like you. If he don't, he don't. And T.I., you obviously done rubbed this man the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of T.I., um, Dr. Clifford Harris was spoken to and, and, and discussed COVID-19. Now, he apparently knows something that we do not know, children. He said that when you first get covid it is first goes to your throat. If you catch it in time, before it like spreads, while it's in your throat, you drink some warm, like something warm, warm liquids. He specific, uh, uh, specif- I can't even say the word, specified warm tea to catch it in time and swallow it down so it, get, it goes away. And that's how you get you beat COVID once it's in your throat. T.I., let me tell you something, nigga. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, sir. Because that make, that literally makes no sense. I don't know what fucking Dr. Umar goddamn Dr. CB videos he been watching that got him that inspired to try to think of some shit that don't make sense. But it don't make sense. Yeah, not at all. That's I mean, just about as close as drinking bleach or whatever. Like, I understand... Well, it ain't close to that. I mean, because with this one, it's, it's really Rega- stupid. But regardless, I mean, no, regardless, it's ignorant. It like, if you finna catch the shit, like, it's it's in you, bro. Like, it ain't gonna be no tea. Ain't gonna be no, like, nothing you drink that's gonna knock it out. If it's in your system already, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take place. Well, that so, just remind me when everybody was saying that black people couldn't get it. And I was like... <laughs> When did this come about? And who the fuck said this? And the next thing you know, I think... I don't remember if it was Idris Elba was like the first person you started hearing about or who, but I was just like, look at this. Yeah, Idris... For the first person that, that of notoriety that we knew was Idris Elba. Once he got it, I was like, oh, well... <laughs> Niggas can get it. That's y'all love. It was funny. <laughs> and now we so, the only ones that got it seem like. At least that's right. what they say. Right. So... I've been kind of wanting to hear what Floyd Mayweather, ha- you know, has to say or his thoughts on his daughter dating NBA young boy. And he was asked in an interview with Hollywood Unlocked, um, you know, Jason was interviewing him or whatever. And he said, you know, I kind of, you know, I didn't want to ask, put this, not- put this out there like that. You know, I got respect for you. Da-da-da-da. Like we've 
talked before, so I know most of this or whatever, but this is actually an interview, so I'm, you know, this is, I gotta re-ask you these things for the interview purpose. So, he was talking about, of course, Yaya and um, her dating and being a young boy. He pretty much said, like, you know, I'm, as long as she happy. I feel like he's kind of like, you know, a good bit of black parents or, you know, at least the black black adult parents that I know and in my life as far as my aunts and uncles and my parents and all that. It's just like, as long as my child is happy and is not being harmed or affected in any type of way, then that's all I care about. You know what I mean? So yeah, but it uh, sounds like some. I'm just not trying to get in her business or something because we see that your child is physically not okay. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can't speak for her being happy, but we've seen that. Come on, it's some shit goes down when you're with this man. So I mean, whatever, Floyd. I guess. So the. He also asked him about, you know, the whole situation where NBA Youngboy said something about your bitch-ass daddy or something like that or her bitch-ass daddy or something. So he was asked about that, and this is what he said. I I, I didn't want to, like, fuck it up, so I just found a clip, so here's what he said. NBA Youngboy, and he had said bitch-ass daddy. Uh-huh. That really bothered me. And that frustrated what, a lot of people. What, one thing is this. It has to do with your upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, his upbringing, not hers. I'm just, anybody. It starts in the home first. It starts in the home first. So, her better half. So, he pretty much said it starts in the home first. Which clearly means, you know, we all know the NBA young boy don't really have no home training. Um, we really don't know if Yaya does or not. We just know that she comes from money. Now, he's a hood nigga, but he just... Happens to box really well, and since that, you know what I'm saying, he's he's of money. So when she was born, she's of money. You know what I mean? So she don't really have to worry about nothing. That's why, you know, people was like, girl, hush, when it came to that Birkin bag shit. Because, like, yo, your daddy is Floyd Mayweather. He can buy you every Birkin in the store if he wanted to. So it ain't like you... you, you what? Yeah, it's like, it ain't like you use your money or nothing to purchase these things. Your daddy bought you this shit because he can box, and he rich. He's the richest... One of the richest athletes in the world, if not the richest. I mean, so, personally, I don't really think that there is anything that he could have said as far as the young boy thing. Like, that's a kid. You know what I'm saying? In his eyes, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, that's a child. It's a, it's a. Even though he's grown, once you get older, it's just like, bro, that's that's a baby. <laughs> like he's twenty something years old. Like this nigga just talking out the side of his neck. Let him say whatever. Because yeah. we all know, like, you're going to have to shoot Floyd because you're not going to face his hands. You're not going to face that. So you're going to have to shoot him if something go down. But, <laughs> I mean, I guess, young boy, it, it is it is how you brought up. And, you know, his mama hood, too. So, <laughs> shit, that's all he know is the streets. And right. they just say whatever the fuck he want to say off the top. So, yeah. hey. So, moving right up on along, um, it appears that Aubrey Graham underwent some type of knee surgery. Um, That's just what, you know, it's been speculated. But he did post a picture of himself on his Insta story with some type of knee brace on. 
uh, covered in, um, you know, his uh, looks like a very soft Louis Vuitton blanket. Um, and it says, I actually want to use this post to send love and motivation to anybody else that 2020 let loose on. Start writing the best bounce back story now. So it appears that Drake has some type of knee surgery. We don't really know what for, what happened. You know, we do know he plays a lot of basketball in his house. Um, he he's had a different competitions. Stage that Rod Wade fell through this weekend. Bro, that shit was he large. He probably was right there with him. <laughs> shit, that's what he had surgery on. So and we Drake, actually rode past that event. Didn't even know it was Rod Wade. We asked somebody who concert it was. He told us, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, that was in Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know where it was at. I just saw that nigga fall through the stage. I was like, oh, shit. But all I know is it was over here. And now this is, we think we passed it, but because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a big place, whatever it was. No, he had, it looked small on the video. Yeah, that's why I was like, it ain't a real big place. So that's probably why he fell through it. But he had so many people on the stage. Yeah, too, he had whatever. way too many damn people. Way too many people. And then his way. ass already big. So I don't Already know. big. Plus size. Damn. <laughs> Shit. I just can't take that big man serious. Okay. Mondo Burger. Ooh, he's um, so funny looking. <laughs> so, moving on to all shit this again. Oh, shit. So, I mean, we talked about uh, NBA Youngboy. I feel like he's always, you know, topic of discussion, especially on this podcast. Um, but... I know we talked about that whole assault charge that he had with uh, uh, Bezo 187. Apparently, he they put a bag over his head, whatever, and whooped his ass, pistol whipped him, kicked him, punched him, stomped him, all that shit. Um, and supposedly, they, like I said, they found a body bag in that same studio or whatever, and he swore up and down that that body bag was supposed to be for him. Like They were going to kill him and put him in it. So, more end up coming out. I guess they felt like he was snitching or some shit. Um, and he was on, like, some, of course, rat shit. Because, you know, who wouldn't tell if they almost got beat to death, pistol whip and all that shit, and almost died? Like, who wouldn't tell if you knew what was going on? Like, again, I'm not a street nigga, okay? So, I'm telling. Just, if, if I can't shoot you... If my gun ain't on me, I can't kill you. I'm telling. So, yeah. But anyway, apparently they thought he what he did was wrong. Um, so he posted on his Insta story. He said, and mind you, I haven't pre-read this. So I'm not sure if this comes with many typos, many errors. Because you know niggas, when they type fast and, you know, right. they emotional, they fuck up. So, excuse me if I sound ignorant because I'm not. I'm very educated. I ain't rat or talk. Whoever spoke to the police is somebody close to me I told or somebody close to them told what happened. That's why y'all favorite rapper ain't in jail. It's say investigation, meaning they don't have shit and trying to figure out what really happened, which I ain't telling. And on top of that, I told the doctor I was in a car wreck. They snitched me. I'm sorry. They stitched me up and sent me home. I died in my sleep under my three kids and my wife. I woke up five days later in the hospital. Somebody getting paid off TMZ. Uh, it's always a motherfucker you think you can trust. 
going to try to make it about they self. I even woke up to go fund me accounts with their faces on them. So, okay. turns out, it turns out that, um, it turns out that, uh, his girlfriend, remember I told you that he said it was a girl that was, couldn't be allowed in or women weren't allowed or whatever. So apparently she was the one who said something. So she, she posted on a comment. She said, I gave the statement. I don't give a fuck. My nigga was there for five days. I've been, I've been gave the statement the day my dude went into a fucking coma. Y'all really uh, be on... What? Y'all really be on dick hard like a motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. If I could have went out and slung that bitch for a dude, I definitely would have. But guess what? I can't. So them bitches gotta pay. I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all favorite rapper. Mm. So. You she heard that. Period. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not messing with you. Okay, so, um, oh, God. I, first of all, let me go and say this. I want to tell everybody that I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all. I told y'all that Wayne wasn't shit. And when I said that, like, it hurt me. It hurt my soul. But I'm going to let y'all know the first, the very first moment when Wayne lost my respect. Um, and hold on, it's in this woman right here. So this is an old interview. What is it? What What do you mean? The idea is that there's this movement called Black Lives Matter thinking that the rest of America didn't seem to understand that, that Black Lives Matter. It just sounds weird. I don't know that you put a name on. It's not a name. It's not whatever, whatever. It's somebody got shot by police for a reason. I am a young, black, rich if that don't let you know that America understand black matter these days, I don't know what it is. That man white, he filming me. I'm a I don't know what you mean, man. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matters, especially to my He said his life matters especially to his bitches. Um So that was not that was strike one. Strike number two for me was, I think they, they asked him about it again. And this is like, I think with the, uh, what's his name? With the George Floyd shit. Like when that shit happened, they asked him again about it. You know what I mean? About just everything. And he was pretty much just saying like he still kind of fought with the police. You know what I mean? Based off the strength of the police officer that saved his life when he was a child. So, and he says some more shit. I, I kind of forget. I, I, I kind of forget. I didn't want to misquote. But he pretty much was saying, like, if he can't be there or whatever, he's not going to do something. If he's not going to do something or if he don't, if he not, if he don't, I forget what he said. But he's going to say he's not going to do nothing at all, basically. So, that was strike two. It's strike two and a half for me. I was almost done with that nigga at that point. But this... This takes the cake. This is like the ice on the cake with the motherfucking candle already lit. So, this nigga went on his Twitter account and tweeted with a, a picture of him skinning and grinning 
with Donald Trump saying, just had a great meeting with real Donald Trump, and he also added the POTUS account. Besides what he's done so far, uh, criminal reform, the Platinum Plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. So the nigga basically endorsed Donald Trump. And I can't say that I'm shocked or surprised. Like when I saw Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne trending, I didn't know what it was finna be. But when I went to it and I saw this damn picture of this nigga with him skinning and grinning, I was like, oh, bruh, this, is this your king? That's stupid. Is this your king? So, I was like, uh-uh. And my wife showed me her tweet. She was like, uh, uh, my husband been hounding me this whole time or whatever. Now I finally got to let him go. I'm like, listen, girl, I've been trying to tell y'all. Because Wayne, I could just see what he was turning out to be. And mind you, y'all, this shit, it ain't, it don't bring me joy. Like, I was a huge Wayne fan. I mean, I still love Wayne's music. Let's not get that fucked up. I just don't like him as a person at this point. But, like, Wayne like Wayne was my favorite rapper. I mean, I literally knew that nigga word, his shit word for word at some point. I've kind of forgotten some lyrics now because it's been some time. But it's just like, I knew all of this nigga shit. So it's just like, to go from that to, you know, see what he's doing now and, like, just how he's acting and interacting with people. It's just like, mm. Well, just like Kanye, Wayne is, he's shown he doesn't really, really truly care what goes on in the black community. That's why I really wondered what the fuck y'all really talked about as far as the meeting went. Like, were you focused on rich black people or you know the the rest of us <laughs> the majority of us so i don't know he's saying that it's a plan but i don't really believe in the whatever platinum plan plus i don't know too much about it but at the same time wayne has already showed us that he doesn't really care what goes on in the black community so just for him to be acting like they're meeting on black issues alone like i don't know it is what it is but it's just like with Kanye, everybody's still going to support Wayne. It doesn't matter. Like, that's his political choice. Wayne has showed that he doesn't give a fuck about black people. And since he's been rich, he, ne- he really, truly had, like, I hate to say never has, because I know at one point he had. Because I remember when, what was it? Uh, Hurricane Katrina was going on. You thought, like, oh, Wayne really cares about the community and stuff like that. Or at least that's what he portrayed in his songs. Now, I guess he's just gotten to A-plus status, and it's just like... Fuck he, didn't to that, he didn't got to that white money. Let's be real. Most of his, most of the people in the crowd now is uh, nowadays, specifically, is white people. So it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's been that way for a while. White people really buy Wayne music. I mean, even though I love Wayne, I only bought one album of his. It wasn't I mean, like that until nah. It wasn't like that until uh. Mm. It might have been like lollipop era, like, like right when lollipop. Yeah, like I would say, like around like lollipop shit. Then when he started doing the rock shit too, like they started to eat that shit up. 
But either way, like, Langness showed that he don't give a fuck about black people truly. And he really does live in his own little world. I don't know what goes on in that world. Um, but, I mean, that's his political choice. And he got to live with that shit. So, I mean, because I seen Beyonce today, like, she had oh, yeah. on the Biden-Harris and the, um a little hat telling people to vote and stuff. And I don't know. I mean, you know, I know that these celebrities be wanting to, like, protect their interests as well and things like that. But it's just like, come on. You got to really just think about everybody when you making these political decisions, like, around this time, for sure. I mean, you always need to. Your platform is important. It's important. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, now, like, really think about it before you just really... Like go and just do some shit, but who knows? I mean, shit, why ain't probably voted for him the first time? To be honest, you I already know. Yeah, it's it's a lot of undercover rappers that's out here voting for this nigga. I already know because well, they ain't trying to get they... a lot of them ain't saying shit. So thanks for showing yourself. That's all I can say. I know what's the name just came out too. What's that nigga name? Who be with uh the nappy headed dread nigga with uh Rick Ross? Gunplay. He came out. Oh, he gonna vote for Trump. But truthfully, I know that I'm not finna stop listening to Wayne. I'm not finna fucking say that. So <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you think. But I'm not. Um, I know. Now, will you. I say that I'm just gonna be really quoting everything he say? Probably not. Because now I see that you cap. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I still like the man as far as his artistry goes. But let's just see what the fuck he has to really say now when it comes to making music. Because even yeah, with Cube, it's just like, you seem to be more of a pillar for the black community than Wayne does. So that's why it was a little more shocking to see that you were talking to Trump. But for Wayne, it's like, really not surprising. <laughs> like, well, you've yeah, been going downhill for the black community for a while now. So shit, hey, now you finally made it to the end. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're supporting this nigga. I get you. I ain't wasting a play on that nigga no more, so I'm gonna let you just handle that. And oh, I will. I definitely will tell you guys about it. Um, so moving on to something real brief. Uh, Joe Budden got COVID nineteen. Um, he said some shit like, "I guess that's I guess that's gonna affect the podcast a little bit." He said, "So I have COVID. I'm pretty sure this affects our pod schedule." That's it. That that was the tweet. That that's the that's the topic. Um, quarantine radio was pretty much blocked by, um, Instagram live. Of course, uh, that's, you know, Tory Lane's, uh, Instagram live special or whatever. So when he tried to get on live, it says, try again later. We restrict certain activities to protect our community based on your use. This action will be unavailable for you until, uh, November 14, 2020. Tell us if you think we made a mistake. Then he posted uh, that with, y'all want to stop me so bad, y'all ban, uh, and he added the QR radio live pages, live stream for what? I literally did nothing. We'll make a whole other backup in like seven minutes, guys. Be back in a few. Hate is a hell of a drug. So, Tory Lanez is pretty much being... um, I saw that. I was just like, well, Tory, (laughs) you just going to have to do something else. Find another outlet. Yeah. Um, moving on to new music, our favorite segment. New music. 
I can't clap right now. You gonna clap? I got I got some tree in my hand. Can't clap. Um. So there's a lot of music. I'm just gonna breeze through. So um. In the singles and then like again, y'all, I did my uh, new music Friday this past Friday. Um, I played this song. It was the Thick Remix by DJ Chose and Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Lord, uh, I don't know why I wrote that. Uh, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. Um, fire, 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 fire. As far as Meg's verse. Now, I don't necessarily need the song. Um, the stuttering part is kind of annoying. Um, I personally like the original better than the remix. Really? But that's just because I like the uh, Beat Kings. Is I don't know if that's his name, but Beat Kings part. Who else okay. to do the uh, then lead that man? Okay, I don't know his name. But yeah, I like Meg's verse. Um, but yeah, that's that song. Um, the next song is Vice City by Young Nudie. Um, that was produced by uh, uh, Metro Boomin. I like Young Nudie. Really didn't need this song. Um, some of it was going off, but for the most part, I was like, man, he could have kept it. But his other singles that he was dropping um, were good, or I like better. Um, the next song is, is called I Stand On That. That's by E-40 featuring Jordan Lucas and T.I. Now, I didn't finish this song, but I did get a gist of it. I like the beat. Um, Jordan Lucas was going off from what I heard, so I do want to finish it. I do feel like it's a weird combination of people. E forty joining Lucas and Ti that's kind of just random. It sounds just seems random, but the E forty is the most random, and it's his song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the most random. Uh, but I follow E forty. Um, the next song is called Plaques. Now that's by Birdman featuring Young Greatness. I started to play a little bit of it because I, you know, we haven't heard from Birdman in a while. But when I started, I'm like, oh no, nah, I don't need this, so I stopped it. So, I didn't finish it at all, but if you guys want to listen to it, it's called Plaques. Um, the next song is Black Migo by Young Scooter featuring Future. Um, oh, they back together? Yeah, they had a song together. Um, I mean, it's cool. I fuck with it. You know what I mean? It's some hood shit. Some ratchet. Not ratchet, but like just some hood mm. shit. Street, street nigga shit. You know what I mean? Um, I'm but yeah, they back together because I thought they was... Oh, was they Rocco and Future? That was Rocco. That was Rocco. Not okay, that. Young Scooter. I like yeah. Young Scooter. Um, the next song is uh, What It Is. That's by Kyle featuring Chris Brown. Um, it was okay. It was a. It was a. It was an okay song. I don't know if I saved it, but it was an okay song. Like it's a. It was a decent listen. Some people can't get into Kyle. Some people feel like he's too. Um, I don't know what you want well, to call it. I can't it. name one of his Commercial. songs right now, but I do know. Yeah, I can't name him. I can't name him either. But you know, he's 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 a decent rapper. You know, what I mean, he just seems a little corny, but he's a decent rapper. Yeah, he um, spits. Yeah, he's good. Um, the next song is called Tweaking. That's by Doughboy featuring Future. This was also produced by Southside. Um, Fire. It was a good ass beat, hard ass beat. Um, Future went off on this shit. Doughboy did his thing too. I like the song, so check it out. It's called Tweaking. Um, the next song is called Freak Show by Young Bands featuring Mulatto. Now I'm not necessarily a Young Bands fan per se. I don't listen to his music, but 
again, I know Mulatto. I fuck with Mulatto, so I'm going to listen to her shit. Or I'm going to listen to the song because she on it. And I like her verse. It's like some. It's called a freak show, so it's some little nasty shit. You know what I mean? But um, it's cool. You know what I mean? Saying check it out, if you will. It's called a freak show. Um, the next song is what we came into called Coffin. Now, that's by Lil Yachty. It's literally like a minute. A minute long, like a minute and a minute and some change long. Like it's kind of like a quick little freestyle, quote unquote freestyle type shit. But it's like you hear it, it's kind of got that little drill beat to it with a little southern twang on it. You know what I mean? But I fuck with the song. I fuck with the beat. What? What? No, you can keep going. Tell you I'm podcasting. What's up? Oh my god! I'm podcasting. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, oh, damn. um, Tay, I mean, not Tay, girl, can you hush so we can finish this? Can you just keep going? I'm run. I can't keep going if you're going to be talking. Go, go, I can't multitask, so hush. Shit. Um, the next song is 2010-20, that's by Burner Boy. Um, I think he did this song on, what's the name of the shit? He did this on the hot, that's what he performed on the um, Hip Hop Awards show. Um, so yeah, check it out if you will, or if you must. The next song is called I Met Takey First. That's by Black Youngster, Lil Baby, and Moneybag Yo. Now I played this on the um on the New Music Friday. That shit slap. Take Keith, of course, produced it. Um Black Youngster did his thing, Lil Baby did his thing, Moneybag Yo did his thing. It was just a good ass project, so or a good ass song. So check that out. Uh it's called I Met Take Keith First. Um the next song is called Double G. That's by French Montana featuring Pop Smoke. I did not care much for it at all. So I did. I think I got a couple of seconds in and I cut it off. So I can't necessarily tell y'all to listen to it. If you want to, check it out on your own. But it's called Double G. Um, the next song is called Four Things. That's by Freddie G and Big Shine. Now this was dope as fuck. Definitely too short for my likings. Um, but it was a good little give and go that they had. They had their little fast flow shit that was kicking in here and there. So it was fire to me. It's, again, it's called Four Things. I saved that shit. Good ass beat. Freddie G spazzing. Big Sean spazzing. So it was a good ass song. Um, Dora by Tierra Whack. I did not fuck with this song. It was mainly just the beat for me. Like it was very childish. And I think it sampled Dora the Explorer actually. So it, it I, I like Tierra Whack, but. I didn't like this song, so I didn't, I didn't, I, didn't, I, I couldn't get into it. Um, and a lot of people who was commenting in the live said the same thing, like, it, it was just kind of the beat for them. Um, the next song is called Stay Down. That's by Lil Dirk, Black, and Young Thug. I played this on there as well. I fuck with it. I, I'm not really a Dirk fan, per se. Like, it's some songs I like by him, but I... I I don't know. I feel like I, I just can't get into him sometimes. So I didn't really need his verse. But Black, I love his verse. I love Young Thug's verse. So I kind of saved the song for them. But Lil Dirk starts it off. So I'm just like, eh. But it's a good song. Um, and the last song that I have is called Weeks by Kevin Gates. I do not. I mean, I'm sorry. I did not listen to this song as of yet. But I plan to. But I just wanted to let y'all know that he had a new song. Do you have any new songs for this week? I don't have any new songs. I didn't get around to listening to any music this week. Although Shame. I did hear Thick just because I've been playing it all weekend. 
But other than that, I don't know. I got to get back on my music shit this, for this week. Shame, shame, shame. Um, so the first album that we're going to get into is called Buster, was called, it's by Buster Rhymes. It's called Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. It features Chris Rock, Rakim, Pete Rock, M.O.P., Belle Bib DeVoe, uh, Old uh, Dirty Bastard, Q-Tip, Rick Ross, Anderson Pac, Rap City, Mariah Carey. And the Mariah Carey song, it samples the, Baby, if you give it to me, I give it to you. I know what you want. You know I got it. And I didn't even play that. Um, uh, Kendrick Lamar, which is a dope-ass song that everybody fucking loves. Kendrick Lamar was spazzing on that shit. It's called Look Over Your Shoulder. That samples Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. Um, but yeah, I mean, hella fucking artist. It has 22 songs total. Um... You know, I didn't need this many songs, of course, but you know, it's been it's Buster. We haven't heard from him in a while. This nigga's lost a lot of fucking weight. He he got you know he lost the gut. He got just toned up. He got abs now and shit. So this nigga swole as shit. Um, but yeah, I did like this project. Um, yeah, I like this project. I like this project. So yeah, it's called Extinction Level Event Two. So check it out if you would like. Um. What else? Who else got a project? Where else am I? Trippy Red. I didn't listen to his album whatsoever, but he has, uh, goddamn, 26 songs on here. People that I know is Sway Lee, Future, Doughboy, Sean Kingston, Busta Rhymes, Quavo, Lil Baby, Future, Young Thug, Rich the Kid, Chris Brown, Party Next Door. A lot of fucking people. So if you want to check it out, if you fuck with Trippy Red, be my guest. Um,. My girl Ariana Grande, she dropped a project called Positions. Now it had a total of fourteen songs. She kept it kind of kind of light and simple with her features. She only went with three, so she went with Doja Cat. She has The Weekend on the song, and she also has Ty Dolla Sign on the song. Now again, it has fourteen songs total. I didn't really start getting into the album until like number four. When I hit number four, which is called Just Like Magic. That is the sound. That's the Ariana Grande sound that I love. So that's kind of what I went for. Now the first three, they were like, okay, whatever, they cool, they cool. But when I got when I started saving shit, it was number four. And it was funny because Symphony was listening to it almost the same time I was, but she was at work listening to him. So I'm listening to him too, and I was just like, oh, it didn't get me to number four. She was like, oh my god, me too. And I was like, listen, we we know who won from Ariana, and yeah, it didn't it didn't get it to like number four. But it's a good, good yeah, pretty much after that, it gets really good. So for the song with Weekend called Off the Table, that's really good. The song 630 is good. The song with uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Safety Net is really good. Nasty is a really good song. Um, it, it, it's, it's a good album. It's a pretty decent project. Um, people were definitely talking about her, how she's, got, she's pretty much gotten freaky on this album. Like It's pretty much like, pussy open on this shit like she's talking about her vagina a good bit on this on this album so Mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah i guess it's crazy to see people you know do that i mean i guess it's the same thing with me with Jaden. like you know like you remember Jaden from being like this young kid and you know whatever but this nigga is full rapping full you know what i'm saying and this nigga is 
spazzing and cussing and shit. So it's it's just weird. So I'm pretty sure like her fans and some people who know her from Disney and shit probably feel the same. Um, so yeah, check that out. I really fuck with that project. The next one is Sam Smith. Um, he had a project called Love Goes. Now it had a total of sixteen songs. It has Demi Lovato on here, uh, Normani, and Burna Boy. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't gotten to it because I don't know what I'm going to get from it. I don't know if it's going to be like one of them sad, slow Sam Smith's album or if it's going to be something upbeat. So I have been kind of just scared to hit play. But I plan on checking it out one of these days, probably tomorrow. Um, who else dropped something in common? I haven't listened to this album yet either, but I just want to let y'all know that it was out there. Uh, it's called A Beautiful Revolution Part 1. It has a total of nine songs. It features Lenny Kravitz um, and Black Thought. Those are people that I know. Um, Queen Nyjah, she dropped a project called uh, Misunderstood. Now it had uh, Kiana Lede on here, Lil Durk, Lucky Day, Russ, Mulatto, Tusi, Jacquees. It had a total of 18 songs. Um, I have not gotten to listen to this one yet as well, but... Again, I plan to. Um, Deontay Hitchcock, he dropped the deluxe version of his album, Better. Now, it had a total of 20 songs on here. Now, the first 10, I believe, are the new songs. So, it features J.I.D. No, I'm lying. Those first 10 are already on the album. It's just the new 10. Um, It features Reason, Black, Miguel, Saint Beauty, uh, Jael Speaks, Kenny Mason, it has a total of uh, those, t- it's like 10 extra songs for the deluxe version. Um, who else? Omarion, he dropped The Connection. Um, mm-hmm. This had Wale on here, it had T-Pain, but those are two songs that we've heard before. Can You Hear Me is was already a, a, sing- a single, and The Mutual with Wale we already discussed as well. Um, but he has a song on here called um, B2K Experience. I'm interested to hear how, what that's about. But um, he has a total of 12 songs. The only extra feature he has on here is Ghostface Killer. Of course, from um, My Brain, My Brain, My Brain, Wu-Tang Clan. Um, and also Busy Signal. Not, don't Never heard of that person, but I didn't want to leave them out. Uh, my boy Eric B, Eric Bellinger, he dropped this song called Eric B for President Term 3. Um, it has a total of nine songs. Um, of course, y'all know I'm an Eric B fan, so, you know, I fuck with it. Um, so let's take a listen to it if you want. Um, WizKid, he dropped Made in Lagos. Um, it had a total of 14 songs. It features LMA, Her, uh, Damian Marley. And Skepta and Burner Boy. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I do want to. So I'm going to check it out. Um, I don't listen to King Von, but I just want to let y'all know that he does have a project out. It's called Welcome to O-Block. Total of 16 songs. 5 year Foreigns on here. Moneybag Yo. Dreezy. Oh, my girl Dreezy on here. Gotta check it. Uh, Lil Durk. Lil Durk's on here twice, actually. And then Polo G is on here as well. So I might give that a listen. Let us well, know if y'all listen to and Polo G running Chicago. I think King Von from Chicago. I think so. Let us know, y'all. Like, if y'all fuck with these niggas, like, let us know how y'all like their music and shit. Um, who else? Who else on here had an album? 
Everybody had an album child. It was a listen. I knew it was gonna be a lot of music on the thirty first because it was Halloween. I'm sorry, it was gonna be the thirtieth. So I knew, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was the day before Halloween. Niggas trying to get their shit off real quick before you know what I'm saying? Before the end of October. So I figured it was gonna be a lot of fucking music. Uh Made in Tokyo, he dropped uh his project called Never Never Forgotten. It has a total of seventeen songs. Wiz Khalifa's on here, BJ the Chicago Kid, Chance the Rapper, Cameron, Ty Dollar Sign, Twenty Four Hours, Young Nudie, J Balvin. So he had a good bit of niggas on his album. I haven't listened to it yet, but it seems like I will. Uh, who else dropped something, child? Uh, look, he, look, he dropped the deluxe version of Trapped on Cleveland 3. Um, I'm not really sure. I think he had all it. God damn. All of his shit is mixed in. I really can't tell you what is new and what's not new, but just know his deluxe has a total of 37 songs. And it's an hour and 53 minutes. Will not be listening to that because I know he going to be just squealing the whole time. But check it out if y'all want to. Uh, Dave East dropped the deluxe version of Karma Karma 3. Um, it has a total of 23 songs on here. Now, I believe, let me see his extra song. Because he actually posted his, just the extra songs. It yeah, has one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight, eight extra songs. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, he did. But like you said, he probably gay himself, or he probably like niggas anyway. Um, Dez Loaf is on here, which I know I'm not a fan of, as I went off for her last week. Chris Brown is on here on a song called Sexual. Junior Reed is on here, and Young Jeezy's on here, and G Herbo's on here. As as far as the new artists on the deluxe version, so that's that. Um, who else had a project? Help me out now. Hold on, what's on here? Um, who was that? I said they. Oh, my my nigga Reed. So Reed Willie, if y'all didn't get to see K Talk with K Vetta, um, my well, boy you Reed didn't get to see K Talk with K Vetta. If you did. You caught it live because it didn't post. And he's so good, y'all. He's so yeah, good. He, he's fire, y'all. He's really good. That's my boy. Um, but yeah, he dropped his project like he told us he would on Friday. It was called Drop Dead Gorgeous Volume 1, his EP. Um, it, it has a total of, I'm sorry, five songs. Now, on this, I believe he played you, how many songs did he play you? Three? Two or three? I'm not really sure. I, I know too. Okay, so I know he plays Sound the Alarm, which is like one that like a lot of people love. And then he also played Mona Lisa. And that's also on here. So, um, but it's like I said, it's a total of five songs. Check it out. It's called Drop Dead Gorgeous Volume 1 EP. You can search him at Reed Willie, R-E-E-D, Willie, W-I-L-L-Y. But yeah, check it out. Um... And yeah, that's my music for this week, Shotty. Shit. Goddamn. Um bunch. I told you it was a lot of fucking music. I woke up and I was just saving, saving, saying, oh shit, it's so much fucking shit that came out. Um, but yeah, like I said, I didn't even get a chance to listen to everything. We were so busy over the weekend that I just didn't need to listen to everything. I listened to the main shit. Um <clears throat> but for the uh Billboard two hundred, um, 
they end up doing a uh, artist with the most charting albums on the Billboard 200 this year. Drake has six. Um, I'm not going to do everybody. Fuck it. Drake has six. Taylor Swift has six. NBA Youngboy has six. BTS has five. Grateful Dead has five. And Wayne has five. Shit, I just unsaved it now, child. But Billboard 2, the most entries, I believe, on the Billboard 200. Yeah, so, yeah, that was my, um, uh-oh, come on now. That was my, um, music announcement, basically. So, moving right along to that whistle. Goddamn. So, basically, just to keep it real brief, real quick, um, Kendrick Lamar, he pretty much signed with Universal Music Publishing. So, it says that Top Dog, also known as Anthony Tiffith, said, Kendrick and I are excited for our new partnership with Cody Gerson and UMPG. Uh, Jody was passionate from the jump. She fought to make this deal happen. So, shout out to the Pulitzer Prize winning Kendrick Lamar on, you know what I'm saying, continuing to be dope as fuck. Um, who else has a big uh, bill? Congrats. My phone keep closing out, y'all. Um, NBA, I guess, surpassed Lil Uzi Vert. Basically, as the most streamed artist of 2020 so far with 3.5 billion streams. He's the third most streamed artist in 2020 overall. That's crazy. Damn. That is. Right. That's crazy to even know. So, a whole bunch of shit. I saw Quavo had 1 billion streams from Spotify and he was eating off, eating the, off the plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw that like, shit too. Damn, these people really be listening to y'all. Right. I saw that shit too. Um, who else? Which I was like, Quavo. It says, award show. It says NBA Youngboy number one with 622.2 million streams and still has not been nominated for an award. Youngboy be running these numbers, though. That's why I am surprised, because they were saying even with the BET Hip Hop Awards, Youngboy wasn't even, like, recognized for real. Right. And I guess, finally, if you want to throw it out there, uh, it says Cardi B files to drop divorce. So, y'all going to be getting more of um, Kiari and Belkalee's. More than you thought you were. So, I guess, you know, it's going to be one big happy family again. But anyway. What it is right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey. Flip mode. But anyway, um, that's all we have for y'all this week. Um, make sure. And did you even play Touch It? Yeah, I played Touch It. Yeah, I play Touch It. Touch but It. But yeah, y'all, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, make sure y'all follow us on all of our streaming platforms. Our Instagram is Ada Podcast. Hey, the podcast. That's A D A P O D C A S T. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A D A P O D C A S T. 
Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good all shit. That. Period. Um, listen, y'all, get y'all's minds right. I just want to say this real quick. The election day is tomorrow. Get your minds prepared. If you haven't voted, please go vote. Um, but this is this this is this is what it's come to. It's come to this moment. So either Yeah, either we finna be like whatever or we finna be like, God damn. Like ain't that a bitch. So we gonna figure it out. My mental is already in check. I know a lot of people are really trying to get their mental health together because this shit can go either way and people really do take this shit seriously. So I already know where I'm at with it. I already know where I'm at with it. I'm I've already accepted the worst. And, you know, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm not expecting it, but I'm just accepting it if it happens and just moving on my my life accordingly and just trying to keep my, my mental health sane and in check. So, yeah, do what you got to do. Read a book, play games, you know what I mean? Just live life, you know what I'm saying? Do whatever you got to do, but still be safe. It is still a pandemic. Numbers are still going up right now. So be mindful, wear y'all masks. Again, wash y'all's hands, sanitize when you can. Um, but yeah, y'all go vote, man. Uh, you got anything for them? Nothing at all. Make sure y'all vote. Yep. All right. Well, until next week, we'll see y'all next time. Bye.